As of early to mid-February of 2023, a hot topic lately has been the recently announced $70 price tag for the upcoming Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom for the Nintendo Switch. In the past, we've already seen $70 price tags for games for PlayStation 5 and for Xbox Series X and S, and now it looks like Nintendo Switch will also be seeing $70 price tags. Now, message boards and social media like Facebook are flooded with topics of people complaining that these prices are too high, we've gone too far. Now, don't misunderstand me here. I'd be perfectly happy paying less for my games as opposed to more. I mean, if I could buy all my games for $5 a piece, that would be awesome. But I feel like our complaints here are unfair. The reality of it is we're probably long overdue for these prices, and actually they should probably be higher than what they already are going to. Now, once again, don't misunderstand me. I would love to pay less as opposed to more, but we're, we just got to be realistic here. So to illustrate what I'm on about, I looked up um, prices of things from 30 years ago. I looked up minimum wage figures from the past 30 years for comparison. I picked 30 years because it's a nice round number. And 30 years ago, 1993, I was 13, so I was old enough to have a pretty good uh, recollection of the goings-on of the time, what prices kind of generally were, and um, what minimum wage was at the time. Now, the way I recalled it, minimum wage was 4.25 an hour back then, and a quick Google search seems to support that, that it was indeed 4.25 an hour. Now, here in 2023, at least in Ohio, it looks like, uh, from what I gathered on the internet, Different states have different minimum wages, but as of right now here in Ohio, it's 10 10 an hour, I believe. And so that's well over double, uh, almost two and a half times what minimum wage was 30 years ago in 1993. Likewise, I did some comparisons of prices on different goods you can buy at the store, uh, mainly groceries like milk or bread or whatever. And I was going off of partially my experiences of what they cost at the store now versus what I would have paid 30 years ago at the store and also some figures I've seen on the internet. And it looks like officially um, inflation has prices basically double what they were 30 years ago. Um, but certain particular items that I looked up and compared now versus then were actually more of about 2.37 to 2.4 times what they were 30 years ago. So factor in for inflation, an item that would have been a dollar in 1993 would be at least $2 now. And based on some of the figures I compared, it might actually be more like $2.4 now for an item that would have been a dollar 30 years ago. So this is just general inflation all across the board, minimum wage prices, uh, now, you don't have to take my word for it. You can do your own research if you want. Everybody has access to Google. But this is the information, the numbers that I've found. But now let's compare that more relevantly to what video game prices were 30 years ago. Now, as I recall, a game console would have came out for about $200. And then, of course, over time, uh, the price would come down. But initially at launch, like, say, Super Nintendo, I remember it being about $200. And that seems to be more or less with inflation about what we pay um, now with, you know, 400, 400 to $500 video game consoles 
at release. That's about two, two and a half times what they would have been 30 years ago. So that sounds about right. But video games specifically, a brand new release, not something in a bargain bin or that's been around for a while. A brand new release, like if I went out and bought a brand new Super Nintendo game that just came out today, I could expect to pay $50 for that. Since then, in three decades, prices have only slightly increased from $50 to $60 and now $70. And actually, back in the 90s on Nintendo 64, uh, often the prices were even higher than that back then. Uh, as I recall, one of the first games I ever got for my Nintendo 64, uh, Shadows of the Empire, uh, I'm pretty sure it had a $70 price tag back in like 1996. But just going with the $50 price tag for a Super Nintendo game 30 years ago in 1993, if we just simply factored for inflation, that would put video game prices today at least $100, maybe more of like $120, depending on if you go with like two times or 2.4 times what the prices were 30 years ago. And that's just simply talking about if we factored in for inflation, and not factoring in how much more, almost exponentially, that development costs have went up since then. Now, when I talk about this stuff and throw these numbers around on social media, on message boards, um, people don't like what I have to say. On Facebook, they can't really argue with it, but they don't like it, so they'll just re um, respond with a laughter emoji. Well, that doesn't undermine the validity of what I've said. So a lot of gamers seem to be completely in the dark about like the economics behind game development. I've touched on it before when talking about, you know, people complaining about uh, paid DLC, like all their nickel and diamond. That's was the reason for that. And that's because game development costs so much more, way, way, way more now than it did 10, 20, 30 years ago. But not liking what I have to say doesn't invalidate what I have to say. And nobody has an argument really against what I have to say, and if you don't believe me, uh, look up the numbers for yourself. Everybody has Google. But just stopping and think about it for just a moment here, anybody that is on video game message boards, you know, part of uh, video game discussion, has to be aware that today uh, game development for a game might cost easily tens of millions of dollars, often for the bigger titles, uh, hundreds of millions of dollars. Now think about that and, you know, look back 30 years ago what we were making for Super Nintendo. And honestly, with a straight face, tell me that you believe it cost $100 million or more to make a Super Nintendo game 30 years ago. I mean, it clearly didn't. There's no way that would be even remotely believable. Now, admittedly, it's been a little while since I have did research on game development budgets from back then. But as I vaguely recall... I'm wanting to say typically you'd be looking at like a five or six digit figure, you know, tens of thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of dollars, not tens to hundreds of millions of dollars for a game 30 years ago. So since then, in the past three decades, we're looking at the development costs going up hundreds of times, maybe a thousand times, depending on what the budgets are you're comparing. But yet here people have the audacity to complain about game prices being just slightly higher now than they were 30 years ago. As I already said, uh, not even taking into account that game development costs hundreds of times, a thousand times more than it did 30 years ago, inflation alone would have demanded that video games be at least $100 for a new release now. 
Now, I appreciate that what I have to say is not popular. It's a difficult pill to swallow. And as I've already admitted, I don't, you know, want to pay more for a game than anybody else wants to pay for it. Um, just like everybody else, the less I can pay for it, the better. And admittedly, like say on my Xbox, I put a lot of games on my wish list to wait for them to come up on sale. Um, I love paying less just as much as anybody else does. But we have to be realistic here. Now, I'm sorry that this is the way it is, but these are facts. And I don't like it any more than anybody else. Like I said, I'd be happy to pay less as opposed to more. But this is the cold reality of it.